this is Julia. As we all know that this is a special year because of the spread of COVID-19 coronavirus, a new form of education has emerged. This is the online teaching. Many universities around the world began large-scale experiments with online education earlier this year. There is no doubt that online courses promote development of online education. And in the future, new equipment and new technology will enter the classroom to enrich teaching methods and even completely change the form of education. In the 21st century, technology is no longer the biggest obstacle to online learning. According to a 2016 study, educational technology can have a considerable positive impact on students' performance in the form of improving test scores and allowing teachers to evaluate students' performance more effectively but the study also revealed significant issues about how teaching and technology should be integrated and that inadequate professional development and training are major barriers to the effective use of technology in the classroom. For the latter problem, I think it's very simple to solve it. Some teachers especially for the senior teachers, they haven't been exposed to new equipment. So, in the first half of this year, live broadcasting accidents such as teachers' failure to open the microphone or failure to set up video conferencing occurred very frequently. And the reason is that the new technology is too strange for them. So I think schools, communities, or even the states can develop a series of tutorials and training programs to help these teachers improve their operation ability on technology. I think after a couple of months, they can be very familiar with technology. But the more tricky question is how to integrate technology into teaching and learning in the classroom. As we all know that the emergency of the coronavirus has dramatically accelerated the process of integrating technology. But as many of our teachers have noted that the current state of online learning is more like a form of crisis management and not at all like skillfully managed distance education. So to address this issue, we have to understand a model firstly. That's called the SAMR model. It's a powerful conceptual tool developed in 2010 by education researcher Ruben Petitua, who was the 1991 recipient of a Phi Beta Kappa teaching award. The SMAIL model lays out four tiers of online learning that are substitution, argumentation, modification, and redefinition. 
substitution and augmentation are considered enhancement steps, while modification and redefinition are termed transformation steps. I will firstly say something about substitution. At this stage, technology is directly substituted for a more traditional one. It is a simple and direct replacement. For example, if you are teaching a government lesson on the Constitution, you might use an electronic or web-based version of the document instead of a hard copy. Students might also answer questions about the Constitution using a Microsoft Word instead of filling out a worksheet. The second tier of SAMR is argumentation. The technology is again directly substituted for a traditional one, but with significant enhancements to the student's experience. In other words, you can ask yourself, if the technology increases or augments a student's productivity and potential in some way. For example, students can create digital portfolios to create multimedia presentations, giving them more options to demonstrate their understanding of a topic. And instead of handling out paper quizzes, you can gamify your quizzes with tools like Kahoot. The third tier of summer is modification. At this stage, you are beginning to move from enhancement to transformation on the model. Instead of replacement or enhancement, this is an actual change to the design of the lesson and its learning outcome. The key question here is, does the technology significantly alter the task? This question really deserves our thinking. At this level, teachers can think about using a, learn a learning management system like Google Classroom, Moodle, or Canvas to handle the logistic aspects of running a classroom, like tracking grades, messaging students, creating a calendar, and posting assignments. Teaching online opens up new channels of communication, many of which can help students who have traditionally been marginalized. Research shows that girls may be less likely to speak up in class, so they may benefit from back channels that encourage participation. The fourth tier of the SAMR model is redefinition, and it represents the pinnacle of how technology can transform a student's experience. Learning is fundamentally transformed at redefinition level. It can enable activities that were previously impossible in the classroom. For example, virtual pen pals can connect students to other parts of the world, whether it's with other students or experts in a field. Virtual field trips enable students to visit locations like the Amazon rainforest, the Louvre, or the Egyptian pyramids. After reading a book in class, you can invite the author to chat about their work and answer questions. That's what the SAMR model is. 
And next, we have to know that this model is not only applied to the classroom, but outside the classroom as well. Here's an interview video of modeling summer in faculty meetings and observation. Let's see it together. Uh, so there's meetings. Are there any other any other areas that this that Samer could kind of leak into in in the administrative side? You could actually use the Samer model to change how you're doing evaluations and the evaluation process um, as an administrator. So there are things that you would do whether or not you had technology or not, and the other things that you really could only do in terms of observation and data collection um, if you're using technology and really kind of changing the way you think about what does observation really mean. Just to give an example, if you were um, doing observation, uh, the substitution of that would be what? I, I'm a little unclear sometimes on where that line is between between those steps in that ladder. Well, I don't think it's a very clear line. I think that's part of the reason why it causes conversation mm. is what is augmented versus pure substitution. Because almost almost by the sheer nature of technology, the minute something is digital, it's kind of already got some things that it, you couldn't have if it was hard copy, right? Um, now, I'm, that, that's talking about nouns. A lot of people think about SAMR in terms of verbs. Um, but, you know, I would say that, you know, you probably have, let's say you've got a, a checklist, an evaluation checklist. And so instead of carrying around a clipboard, that you're marking things down and you have one sheet, you know, per teacher for, let's say it's for a walkthrough. Um, you could have basically a word version of that, which represents those same tables where you check off those same boxes. Um, and functionally, you're not doing much that's different. You're still observing, you're still marking off categories based on a, on a grid. Um, if you wanted to augment that, you might do that in something like a Google form where yes, you're still doing that same process, but it's collecting all that data for you into a spreadsheet that then you can actually take that information and do something more with it um, than just have a one you know sheet that just everything's contained in there without any way of looking at it in a, in a larger way. Right, okay. It's a good idea to have a very specific definitions of where those lines fall in institution. What we should think over is that nowadays the buzzwords on everyone's lips are the 21st century learning. Educators talk more about incorporating technology into lessons, but are we doing it in a meaningful way? Simply substituting an ebook for a textbook isn't going to cut it. It's very important to be purposeful in how you integrate technology into your instruction and not do it simply for technology's sake. You have to remember that SAMR is really more like a toolbox. The goal of it isn't to use the most sophisticated tool, but to find the right one for the jobs. More importantly, it's a way to reflect on your technology integration by thinking about 
how a lesson can be improved by using technology, and how online learning can be more closer to the authentic and reward learning. That's what our teachers should be considered in the future. That's what for this episode. Thanks for listening.